Well, hi, and welcome to the show this week. It's fantastic to have you here, and I really appreciate your attention every week, and it's wonderful to have you along. And now, I have a little uh, Facebook Live session that I just did, um, talking about sports psychology and the mental game and how important it is for athletes uh, in the past and how it's becoming more and more acceptable and more and more important. Having control of your mind is giving you that last edge over the competition. The competition in, the, in every sport art now is huge. So we're talking everything sports psychology. I'm telling the story of meeting Wayne Gardner, the World Motorcycle Champion, yesterday and his insights into sports psychology. So enjoy the show. Well, hi, everybody. Lisa Tumby here and welcome. Um, I'm just going to do a little uh, Facebook Live and or podcast today. Um, yesterday, I had an amazing day. I was invited to go and meet uh, a guy called Wayne Gardner. Now, some of you older folk <laughs> my age and above may remember Wayne Gardner as being uh, the world champion motorcyclist back in the late 80s. Um, and he is from Australia and came from a very um, normal, humble background and ended up being the top of the Grand Prix in, uh, in, in motorcycle racing and won the actual world championship, which is a massive deal, believe me. And, and yesterday I had the privilege of meeting Wayne. I was asked to come up to Auckland and do uh, an interview series for, for his promotion of his big movie, which is called Wayne, which is just hitting New Zealand uh, cinemas at the moment. And the reason they got me involved was because Wayne's a very big proponent of sports psychology, of the mental game, of mindset training, and uh, for an athlete to get the edge. And I am too. So they invited me up to come and have an interview with Wayne and to, to see if we had some common ground, even though our sport arts are completely different, and he's a world champion and I'm definitely not, um, but just to see what, what sort of similarities there were. So it was a really exciting uh, interview for me because I, I got a glimpse into the world of motorcycle racing, what it actually takes to tear around a track for hours on end at 300 kilometers an hour, the level of concentration, the level of self-belief. And the, the thing about Wayne is that his story is a rags to riches story. It's a story of someone who started off with a $5 motor, motorcycle. He didn't come from a wealthy background like most of these guys do. And he worked his way up and he just believed he could get there. And he had a lot of naysayers along the way. He had his father who always put him off and tried to get him to stop because he was worried about him having accidents and all those sort of normal parent things. But he actually fought through that. And so we had this amazing interview with Mark Peard, and this will be, I will um, release it when, it when it's finished. But I wanted to share some of the insights with you today about from that interview and some of the questions that Mark asked, posed to us both around mindset, around winning. Um, so, the first question that they asked is like, why did you want to win? And Wayne said for him, he always had this inner belief that he could get to the top of this game, that he could actually get there. And he had a lot of self-doubts, of course, all the sort of things, but inside he had this really core thing. He wasn't going to stop at anything. He was going to make it happen. And for him, it was absolutely everything. Now, you have to be almost, well, you do have to be obsessive to get to the top in any sport nowadays. The competition is so extreme, so everybody is looking for that little edge. And he said an interesting thing. When he got picked up by, what, back then, the Rothmans team, 
because cigarettes were allowed to be sponsors back in the day. They made him go and do some sports psychology work with a sports psychologist. And he thought this was absolutely ridiculous, but he, they would not sign the contract and invest millions of dollars into him if he didn't go and see a sports psychologist. So he went. And it ended up, he said, after a few times working with a psychologist, he actually, the penny dropped at just how important this is in the, in the, for, for an athlete that wants to reach the top. Having someone dissect what's going on in your brain, what, what is, is the conversations that you're having, teaching you all of the mind tricks like visualizations, he said for him, was a huge one. And I know visualization for me in my life and my career has also been huge. And he took it to the next level because they're doing everything at, you know, 300 odd kilometers an hour. And through visualization and practicing going into each and every corner of each of these races that they're doing every weekend and memorizing it and going over and over in your head, he said they had the effect that it slowed time down. It became like slow motion for him. So that when he was going at 300 k's an hour, for us it would be all just a blur. For him it was all like in slow motion and he could feel everything. The focus was so intense. And this is what visualization can do. It can also make uh, it almost a fait accompli because you've gone over and over and over in your head. The motor uh, coordination that you have to have, the... the um, the biomechanics, the, the planning in your head on how you're going to approach things. And all of these things have a massive impact when you actually come to race day and you're actually facing the situation where you have to do it. So visualization was one of the key things that he said was really, really important for him um, in his career. Um, for me, I wanted... This was, oh, this was one of the other questions. Why did you want to win so bad? Or why did you want to go after your goals so badly? And for, for both Wayne and I came up with the absolute same result, which was that we both wanted to prove all the naysayers, all the negative people, all the people that had put us down and told us that we were hopeless and that we'll never, ever have a shit show in hell of ever reaching any of that. We wanted to prove them wrong. So both of us had a burning, burning desire to overcome and to, to, to prove all these people wrong. And he said that was the strongest motivation. And I know in my career, that in the early days, that was when I was the most hungry because I was angry and I wanted to prove that I wasn't useless and that I could achieve. And Wayne wanted exactly the same thing. And, you know, for him, it meant that he was willing to go the extra mile, to willing to push through barrier after barrier, to go up against obstacles, to be able to achieve the goals that he wanted to do. Because in the back of his mind, all he had was these voices saying, you can't do it. You're never going to do it. Hey, thanks, Erica, for joining. And yes, it's, that is, you definitely got that motivation too. Um, so it, it's all about... Finding out your why, finding your motivation, what is it that's driving you? And in our, both of our cases, both for Wayne Gardner, the world motorcycle champion, and for me, was that we really wanted to prove other people wrong. We wanted to overcome the odds. We wanted to beat the odds. Now, when, when, once again, when I faced the situation with my mum a couple of years ago and they said she'd never do anything, and the, you know, one of the, the driving factor obviously was love and wanting to get her back. And the second driving factor was that they told me I couldn't do it. That was impossible. 
when people tell me it's impossible, I just go into overdrive. And that is what a lot of top athletes do. They go into overdrive. They don't accept the status quo. They don't accept the opinion of Joe Bloggs, who's, who's apparently an expert there, and he's telling you what it is. So visualization and and um, having a sports psychologist, he was very, very lucky. You know, he said that he had a massive team of people around him that he could call on. And I said, well, you know, ultramarathon running is a bit different and you don't have anybody to call on. You've got to raise your money yourself and do everything yourself. And he, he was um, really appreciative of, of that, that he had all that advantage. Um, so what he, the next question that Mark posed to us was, what does it actually feel like to win? And my answer to that was, you know, it's a culmination of years and years of training. It's the culmination of a whole lot of things coming together. And I wish that when I looked back over my career, I had enjoyed those wins more. I wish I'd reveled in the, the victory instead of looking straight to the next mountain to climb. I didn't appreciate enough when I actually did something massive. I didn't sit there and enjoy the victory and gather strength from that victory before I went and tackled another thing. I was always a bit lost after a big race. And, and Wayne said the same thing in the, in the fact that he was training for years and years and years to reach the pinnacle, to reach this world championship. It had been extremely, excruciatingly difficult. And then when he finally got there, he said the, um, it was elation, it was amazement, it was it was incredible. He said, you know, 100,000 people in the stadiums chanting your name. He said, those are moments that just give you, you know, goosebumps. And when he looks at the video footage back now of, of those days, he still has that feeling of victory of, I, I actually did that. And, all, you know, the, the amazing sense of accomplishment. And then wanting, what's next? What's next is always the question. And he said he too felt at the same time as he had this elation and this, you know, I've finally reached the pinnacle, he also had this hole of, oh, my gosh, I've reached my goal. Where to from here? How can I better that one? Like, I, you know, how do I keep the pressure up to keep motivated, to keep fighting on? And, and he did. He had, um, he went over and started, like, the whole race scene in Australia, the motorcycle race scene went crazy. He started uh, a race in Phillip Island. Um, and that was a massively huge success. And he went on and had uh, uh, years more success in his career. And he bowed out at the age of 32, I believe, um, having achieved many, many milestones. And the ultimate pinnacle of that being the World Championship. Um, so, and for me, the winning is is just it, the. What I, what I really appreciate about is the whole process. When you actually get to the top of the mountain and you've actually finished that race or you've achieved that goal and you look back and you think, man, I came all that way and I never knew whether I was going to get here. Now I'm sitting on the top of the mountain and I can actually see how I got here, what I did, and I know the outcome now. And having that certainty is just absolutely beautiful. And to you want to keep having that feeling. And so that drives you on to pushing to the next level and, and working it out um, what, what's next for you. Um, <clears throat> the next question that they asked is, uh, when did you first discover sports psychology? So for, for, for Wayne Gardner, that was back when Rothmans made him go, and he, he actually hid the fact that he went to a psychologist for the first two years. He didn't tell anybody. He hid it. He was embarrassed about it. 
And he didn't really want anybody to know that he was working with a sports psychologist because they thought that everyone would think he was weak, that he was useless. When actually nowadays, sports psychology is a huge area. The mental game is everything for athletes. If you ask me what is the most important thing, you know, whether it's your training, whether it's your, your equipment, whether it's your team, whether it's uh, nutrition and your health, I'd say still the most important thing is your mindset. If you don't have your mental game on right, if you don't have that voice inside your head that tells you you can win and you will win, if you just keep moving forward and keep fighting through all the obstacles, then, you know, you're not, you're not going to sort of overcome all those things. So having your, your mental game on, having these techniques and, and rituals and patterns that you can go through um, and being able to control your own, your own physiology, being able to control your nerves, being able to control your focus, being able to control your energy and where it's going are really crucial things that all stem from up here. And in the case of the, you know, the sport that I do, it's obviously about pushing They've been able to, to withstand huge amounts of pain, to be able to withstand your body partly shutting down on you um, and getting back up again. It's been able to deal with sleep deprivation. It's been able to deal with dehydration. It's been able to deal with stomach problems and, and collapses and getting back up. And that's where the mental game comes in, whether you can keep and fight that through that. And Wayne said for, for him too, it was, it was about getting that extra last couple of percent you know there's so much competition in every sport art now that it's just ramping up higher and higher and higher and if you want to get that edge if you want to be that champion if you want to be the top of your game then you've got to find an edge over your competition and the biggest place to get that edge is usually in your mindset everyone's got the best training and the best nutrition and the best things but really the mind is where you can Make, it's a game changer, you know, it's, it's something that can actually make a difference to your whole career. If you can build your confidence, if you can build your, your discipline, your ability to withstand more pain, if you can push through suffering, if you can keep a focus on everything, all of these sorts of mind things really come into play as to how long and how hard you can go. Um, what else did, did Wayne say? So, so his, his movie is now out in the, they've just had the premieres in, in Christchurch and Wellington and Auckland in the last few days, and it's called Wayne, and it's, um, it's going to be an epic adventure. I haven't actually got to see the whole movie. I've only seen the trailer, but it, it's, what, what an incredible life he's led. Wayne is now living in Monte Carlo, the, living the high life. His son is now a Grand Prix racer. He got into uh, touring cars as well. Um, and has lived in, you know, this, the last 30 years, this high life, because he, he overcame all these barriers, and he, he believed in himself, and he was able to get there, and he, he told me about his parents a little bit, and he said his mum was always supportive, always, you can do this, and go for it, son, and you're going to make it, and his father was always negative, and he was always putting him down, telling him he couldn't worry that he, he was, I think, more scared for him than anything else. And um, that was a real hard thing for, for Wayne to develop. But he, he overcame that by making that into his motivation, to making that into his fight. So they asked us, what is the future of sports psychology? I think every, I mean, 
the top teams now, like the All Blacks and so on, they all have sports psychologists. They all work with people that work on your mental game. And I think this is an up-and-coming area. It's an area that I have a special interest in. And I actually have an uh, online course, a Mindset Academy, I call it, um, The Path of an Athlete. And it's a, a really in-depth look at all the techniques, all the rituals, and all the sort of things that you can do to change your mindset, to be able to set and achieve massive goals, to overcome, to be able to see things as challenges rather than threats, to be able to feed that, that little voice inside you that says you can and how to ignore that voice that says you can't. All of these sort of tricks that are really valuable for athletes, but also you know, in your business life and in your personal life, it just cuts across the board. And both Wayne and I totally agreed that even though our sports were completely different and we had, you know, uh, really different things that we had to focus on, we both had this really similar mindset and that the mental game is really, really where it's at. Um, so that's all I wanted to share with you guys, uh, guys tonight. So thank you very much for listening. And um, I hope it just provided a little bit of insight for you. If you're an athlete, if you want to get to the top of your game, if you're a young athlete heading for your, uh, a great career, concentrate on your mind game. Concentrate on your confidence. Concentrate on getting coaches or sports psychologists or, you know, reach out to me if you want to find out about my course and what I do. And I love helping athletes achieve amazing results through the power of the mind. Wayne agreed too that it's not talent. He said he wasn't particularly talented as a racer. There were other guys who had more ability and he said 99 times out of 100, the ones with the super abilities, they never make it because they haven't had to fight. He said it's the ones who've had to fight and I definitely didn't have any talent and I still don't and it's very frustrating at times but I still fought my way um, up to doing what I did, you know, and um, I'm very, very pleased that I did overcome that and that mental game that I learned upon the way has been really, really useful to me. So thanks very much listening for, to listening to us uh, to me tonight. I really appreciate your time and I hope you're, you'll tune again uh, next week. I'll be doing another Facebook Live slash podcast. Um, and if you would um, need any help with your coaching, then we would love to help you there. Uh, Running Hot Coaching is our company and we have a really holistic approach to the way we, we coach athletes. We draw a line in the sand and we're not about high mileage training. We're not. We're about time efficiency, about energy efficiency, about using your mind, creating a health alongside fitness, and they don't always go hand in hand. Um, so if you want to find out more about that, then I would love you to come and check us out at runninghotcoaching.com or just reach out to me and ask me a question. If you've got something that's burning in your mind, please let me know. Love to hear from you. Thanks, guys. Do you want to run faster, further, without pain and injuries? Do you want to learn how to maximize your limited training time to get the most out of yourself? If you want to PB at your next ultra marathon, or you just want to run your very first kilometer, then we can help you get there using our holistic five pillars approach. Our system includes all the pieces of the training puzzle, from strength and conditioning, to mobility workouts, to nutrition and supplementation, and a big piece of the puzzle is mindset and motivation, as well, of course, as your run sessions and your technique drills. To find out more, download our free online run training e-course at runninghotcoaching.com.